New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them. We study them. We hope the big one never comes. Don't look up. It's Asteroid Rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick. They even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. It is time to subscribe to the Bradford Show, so do that right now. Heading in the off-season, this is a place you're going to want to be for all your podcasts, entertainment, all your information, all the things that you want to listen to when it comes to the Red Sox and baseball starting right now, right here and now. Steve Pierce, formerly, I guess, now of the Red Sox. I don't think he's going to be coming back. Played in only... How many games did he played? 29 games this year for the Red Sox. One hitting 180, 503 OPS. Obviously not what they were looking for, not what he was looking for, coming off the being the World Series hero. Um, but, you know, listen, it's a nice story. He's Steve Pierce can look back and, and reflect on his time in the Red Sox and, and try to forget about 2019, remember 2018, mush it all together, and, and you have a, a unique story, I think, if nothing else. And that's what we got into today with Steve Pierce. He was good enough to come on, talk a little bit about his plans, uh, potential retirement, his trip to the White House, what Donald Trump said to him. Um, to basically what he went through this year when we really didn't see him a whole lot, starting in spring training all the way through the year, sort of what went on behind the scenes and how he felt. And then, uh, and then obviously, you know, looking back at, at his time, the world's being a World Series hero and the moment which I'm not even talking about the home runs. To me, as I said in this podcast, to me, one of the most important plays of the entire year last year was the Eduardo Nunez throw to Steve Pierce and him stretching and getting that final out at Yankee Stadium. So he gives a little bit of uh, behind-the-scenes info on what went into that play and what happened there. And I know that's what everybody wants to hear now, to talk about what happened at Yankee Stadium in 2018. But it's just a small part of what I think is a pretty good podcast with Steve Pierce. Uh, I think it's one of the ones you're going to want to listen. And as I said, 
We're going to try to crank out a couple of these a week uh, going through the offseason because I don't know if you know this. One of the most popular sports in Boston is still, yes, Red Sox offseason. There's going to be plenty to talk about. But let's kick things off in this offseason with a pretty good conversation with Steve Pierce. Well, we're honored to have on Steve Pierce. Steve Pierce, I, Steve, I believe this is the second time you've been on the podcast. The other time was the winter weekend. Certainly, this it's been a long, long time since the winter weekend happened, and there's a lot to talk about. Most importantly, there's a lot to talk about with your New England Patriots, right? Correct? Let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you the show, my man. <laughs> all right. So, is all if we, we get to baseball stuff a little bit, and then we'll get to the Patriots? Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, so you know, at the end of the season, you you were you came back to the team. I mean, I can't imagine how excruciating that must have been because obviously, you know, we know the you know the heart and soul that you would put in to you know what happened last year, what happened in the World Series, what happened in the postseason, and then you come into this year and you know with expectations and and then you know the physical issues come up I mean was this uh, of all the seasons that you have been through as high as it was at the end of at the end of October last year this had to have been the most difficult right you know it sure was man yeah it's about going from one side of the spectrum to the other I mean uh, it's you know going into spring training got injured in spring training you know missed spring training and, you know start off the year really slow can't find my swing boom get injured again and then uh then I'm a rehab start off slow uh didn't get to make the trip to London, and then boom, got hurt again. <laughs> I mean, it was just—it's been a long, long, frustrating season. But, but that's baseball, you know. It's—I um, know that the team didn't perform as well as we wanted. A lot of guys had some, you know, some great personal uh, goals that they uh, that they reached. I mean, a lot of guys had great seasons, but I think as a team, we didn't—we didn't play the way we wanted to, and you know, that's why we're uh, we're sitting home watching the uh, the playoffs from our couch. What was the most difficult thing for you of all the things? I mean, you talk about, you know, not going to London, not finding your swing, having the injury in spring training, and then obviously when you're coming back, you you, you had the other injury. What was the, What was sort of the lowest point for you? Uh, the lowest point was probably uh, uh, the one that was really probably the most difficult was uh, you know coming back and uh, from the, the spring training injury and and. Uh, you know, finally getting getting healthier from right then on, and then it's then I my swing is all jacked up. You know, when you're when you're hurt and you're you're trying to do other things, you know, try to compensate, and then by the time you get healthy, it's nothing was feeling right. And uh, you know, obviously, then I you know I struggled for a good month and a half, and and you know I started to show some signs of life, but then boom, there went uh, then I had a little back injury, kind of set back. So probably the mechanical part for me was probably the most frustrating. That's weird. I mean, that's like, is is it, had you gone through something like that before? You know, you know, like you, you, you take care of the physical stuff and then you just feel like, Hey, you know what? This isn't, this isn't the same swing that I'm used to having. This isn't the same swing that I had in October. Was that bizarre for you? It really was. It was, it was, and it was really frustrating. And, you know, you know, being a competitor that I am, you know, you want to go out there and you want to be able to, to play your, your best game and just, you know, I, I would tell the hitting coaches out there, but it's like I just I don't feel right. There's just something off my game. You know, just just hitting regular BPs. I didn't feel right. So every day I was kind of just trying to go through the motions, and you know, I was working really hard every day. But you know, when the lights came on, it was just, it was just I couldn't I couldn't get comfortable. 
and and for me, you know, that was that was really frustrating. It was bizarre. It just uh, you know, and it, it gets in your head a little bit. Do you, so? Do you go back when you're going through that, like you, the run that you went on? In the postseason last year, especially in the World Series, it's it's you know everyone goes through ups and downs, and that was the up the up of the up. And do you so knowing that when you're going through those struggles, do you go back to watch not for the like oh my goodness how awesome was it to hit a home run in the World Series, but just to see your swing? Do you go back and look at that? Oh, for sure, every day. And you know you can look and you can look at films, you know you're blue in the face, but you know if it just doesn't feel right and you can't trust it. Um, you know, then it's, you know, that's where you get all jacked up. You know, you're trying new things, but it's like, you know, you can look at the film and you can try to duplicate it, but it's like, man, it's, it's just not feeling right. And so, and so, you know, you're just trying, you're trying to go through, you know, the process of like, you know, it'll figure out, let's, you know, let's just keep working on it, let's keep working on it. And it was just a slower process than, than we wanted. And then, you know, like I said, you know, when I started feeling a lot better is when, you know, I had the back injury. What, what surprised you? What surprised you? Not necessarily about yourself, but you know, everyone comes into this year, and you have the pretty much the same group, same talent, and it doesn't start off the way that everybody thinks it's going to start off. What do you think was the most surprising thing about that? Man, um, you know, it was, you know, it is baseball. You know, you, you just, you know, you can, games not played on paper. You know, yeah, it's know. weird. It's like the human element, right? I mean, yeah, that human element. It, it was just. Um, you know, you just go back to 2018. It's like, man, you see how many games that that you know we stunned people. We came back in the ninth. Um, we came back from a four-run deficit, um, and we just managed to always find a way to get it done. And, th- and this year, it was almost the exact opposite. <laughs> you know, is is we we were blowing we were not blowing games, but you know we weren't playing our best baseball, and you know we weren't shutting down the games. We were down early. It was just always there was always one obstacle almost every single game that we had to overcome. And, and we weren't pulling out those close ones. And you, you look back at 18, it's like we won, we were winning all those games. And then, you know, 19, um, you know, the ball wasn't, definitely wasn't uh, bouncing in our favor. So what was it, when you're down in Fort Myers, what's that like? You know, what's that like having that you're, you're trying to come back, you're, you're trying to keep tabs of the team, you're, you're hoping that things obviously turn around and you're going to be part of that turnaround eventually. Like, what is that like? Oh, man, it, it's It's frustrating. You know, you're trying to get healthy, and and obviously, you know, my injury was just it was uh, it was dragging out. Um, you know, pretty much, you know, the rest of the season, and you know, you're trying to pull for the guys, and and um, you know, we just weren't playing consistent baseball, and and it happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a beautiful game, man. It's like you never <laughs> know who's going to win. You just don't know what kind of team you're going to have. You just you know, you show up, you give everything you have, and hopefully, everything goes. Your way, and this year, just man, it was uh, it was definitely a shock. Not just to myself, I, I, the whole team. I mean, when you look back at spring training, none of us thought that we'd be sitting home at this time of year. Mm, well, especially like you look back at it. I mean, there were no, you know, we lost we lost seven price towards more, more towards the end of the year, but um, you know, we were healthy for the most part. Yeah, it was honestly, Steve. It was one of the most bizarre seasons I've ever covered. It was weird because you just feel like it's going to turn, it's going to turn, and sometimes it. it I got to that point, and then it didn't quite go down that path. You know, it was, it was bizarre. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was man. It was it was a bizarre season, and yeah, it's like you know we play so many games. You know, you almost 
hey, it's going to turn, it's going to turn. And then, you know, next thing you know, we're sitting in August and we're, and um, now it's like, hey, guys, you know, now it's, uh, we got to be, uh, you know, it's time to hit the panic button. It's a little, little urgency and let's try to get some games. Then, you know, then you start trying to press and then, and then uh, definitely now you're trying to create and, and that's definitely. Uh, yeah, you don't want to do that. The the you talk about it being a beautiful game and the, the focus you know you deserve to be focused on the positive a little bit when you look at when you look at you get a chance to not only look back at your swing but you look back at the, those moments that you had last October and there's very few select human beings on this planet who get a chance to do what you did right so uh, um, what is the thing what is it what is the thing that maybe you know that we don't know we didn't see that was the most special moment for you that you're going to be looked back on like 20 years from now. I'm like, I remember this. Oh man. Um, that's a, that's a tough question. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's something back to October, man, it was, it was just how like we, there was, there was so much positivity just around everything. It was like, it wasn't like, are we going to win? It's like, we're going to win. It's just how many games. But like, it was always, everybody was a tool in front of me. And then, you know, if you look back on the season, it's just, it was just so special. We had the uh, the Red Sox, um, you know, single season record. Um, how tight the clubhouse, when I got traded over, I mean, the clubhouse was so, was so special. And uh, and that's what I, what I tell most people. Most people, it's like, man, like when you got over there, it's like you're, you're playing against the Red Sox. You know, they're having so much fun over there because you're noticing it from afar. And then when you get to the clubhouse, you're like, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> and these guys, these guys are great. You know, everybody's having, you know, everybody's like with each other. And um, and I, the chemistry was, was off the charts. And when you look back at it, man, that was, you know, we, we had a special group of guys and, and we were all, and it was everybody. It wasn't just, it wasn't just myself, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mookie, Mookie had a great year. JD had a great year. And, and you know everybody just you know everybody played their role and and uh, it was just a special team that we had. I mean, I can't emphasize. I mean, the team part of that that uh, that season was just incredible. Well, I tell you what, you know, and and I don't I mean this sincerely. You made one of the most important plays in Red Sox history, and and I'm not talking about the World Series. I'm not talking about the home runs. I'm talking about you and Eduardo Nunez teaming up in that last play in New York, like. That was like you go back and look at how close that was, and I don't know if you, if you, if you that really that really sunk in for you. Not only Eduardo making the play, but you making the stretch. Like, have you have you come to understand that or at all? I mean, this this to me it's always like I think that this is a, a totally underrated play from both of you guys because if you don't make that play, I think that things turn out dramatically different. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that play happened so fast, and, and uh, we had like what we had like a two nothing lead going in, two to one, three to one lead going into that inning or something like that. And and then you know they were starting to rally, and you know Yankee Stadium was starting to get really loud, and and uh, yeah, that play happens happened so fast, and uh, yeah, like thankfully, like everything went away. It was like a slow chopper, you know, Eduardo playing back, you know, he just got to it quick, and he he he's got a rocket for an arm. And, and um, you know, in my mind, you know, he threw that thing. You know, it was perfect for me because you know it's, he didn't launch it over my head. He didn't you know throw me an in between hop. He, he, I was you know he was you know crashing towards first base line. He didn't throw it up the line for me, so he kind of threw it in, the, in a spot where I knew I could, I could, uh, I could make that play, and I was going to do whatever I could 
<laughs> to uh, to stay anchored on that bag. And and before even, I don't know if you even look at that play, when I caught the ball, it's like I got up and I immediately started running towards home plate because, you know, it was such a slow developing play. I And it was so loud. I don't know if he was safer out. So I was just making sure that I run from second didn't just keep on flying around third and going to score. Did you have a feeling when you, obviously you had to probably go to the extent of stretching on that play but did you did you have a did you have an idea when you caught the ball that he was out or safe like you said you have to be safe and you have to run into home plate but did you have an idea in the back of your mind you think oh man i don't think we got him or i know that we got him i didn't know really i didn't know it's just you know um towards he was a you know he's a good runner and it was just a such a slow developing play i mean he you know it was like oh two and and he just you know, he chopped it right on top of the plate and, you know, right towards the third baseman. And it's just, it was just so slow. And, and, uh, yeah, I really had no idea. And we, we were looking at the, uh, the scoreboard the whole time, you know, that instant replay. Yeah. See, everyone focuses on home runs. I want to focus on the, uh, intricacies of baseball. So it's a, it was an excellent. Sometimes it's the little thing. Oh man. It was insane. It's like, that's what I mean. I mean, like people, I don't think people fathom. And by the way, if you don't make that play, I think the Yankees win. I mean, I think they win that game, and then it's set up. It's going to be very difficult in the last game. That's just my, you know, opinion. So yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah. There, you know, a momentum swing like that in a five-game series, you know, that that could have been huge. I mean, yeah, after that point, we don't, you don't know who's who's going to win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it could be anybody's game on any given day. So before we get to the Patriots, I want to ask I ask what a couple people had asked you and you had brought up to, I think, a couple other reporters about whether or not you're going to play next year, your thoughts on playing. Like, has has anything changed in the last week? As what as you sit here right now, what do you think you're going to do? You know, I'm just going to sit, I'm going to sit at home and I'm watching the, the I'm watching football. <laughs> right now, that's my plan. I'm going to I'm going to decompress. It was a, a long year. I mean, there was. I don't know what I even hit. You know, I only had 100 at bat, so it wasn't that bad. But, you know, I hit 180, one homer, uh, <laughs> rehabbed almost the whole entire year. If not rehabbing, I was struggling to find my swing. And just, it was just, it's just been a really long year, really long year. So I'd hate to make a decision right now based on, on the year that I just had, you know, with baseballs just still being so, so close right here. So I need to, uh, step away from the, the game a little bit and, um, I sit down with my family and make a decision. Well, I, I can appreciate that, and certainly, and I, I lied a little bit because as you were talking about that, you're, listen, your numbers aren't representative about the player you thought you player you are and what you accomplished with the Red Sox, but it did remind me of the uh, the Donald Trump moment. So, was that weird for you? Oh, the, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of a really good laugh about that, but but it was it was definitely an honor to be there and, and you know to shake the president's hand. Um, you know that that was just a cool moment. Listen, you for me, I think for for the whole team. You're, you're not singled out by the president of the United States. Like we talk about, you've done some things that very few human beings have ever done, and to be singled out by the president of the United States is a cool thing. That was very cool, and it was I I didn't know he was even going to do that, so. Yeah, so to me, I thought he was going to call me up to the podium. You know, I'm, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm close to ready for this. And, and uh, yeah, to, to get that acknowledgement from him, that was uh, that was definitely really cool. Okay, so more important, most important thing here is that um, who was it? They uh, your brother named your brother named his kid after Tom Brady. Is that right? 
<laughs> yep, yeah, his kid's name's Brady. Okay, named after Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. And uh, and this is why. Listen, I like I, I enjoy talking with you, but I enjoy talking because a lot of guys, you know, they they sort of know. You know, like I talk to guys about the Celtics or whatever, and they sort of know. But you know, we can talk about Shaq Mason grading out at guard, right? And you know, you're going to know what you're talking about. So the so what what? How do you feel about the New England Patriots as we sit here right now? You know, we we look like a strong football team, and you know, hats off to the defense. You know what I'm saying? Like this has been great watching them play right now. It's it's um, you know they've been they've been dominating and and. Uh, you know, we have, we have an older quarterback, and you know, I love it. I love it how we're putting up, uh, you know, low points and and uh, or giving up low points, and, and just letting letting uh, the Patriots do their thing. I mean, it is awesome watching the defense right now. I don't know about you guys, but I love it. We I were, love it. Were you on board with the Antonio Brown thing? Um, you know, he's a very very talented guy. Um, I, I don't know much about like what was going on, you know, other than you hear from the from the media, and sometimes that gets blown out of proportion. So you don't really really know, and um, you know, just you know, you give Tom Brady another uh, weapon is always well. They always, they need another one. I mean, you know, they, you 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 know, you follow enough. They it seems like they need another one. They need one more. They need one more, Steve. Just one more. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, you can always use another 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 weapon and. Yeah, especially with you know the departure of Gronk, and, and uh, but you know, you know if a receiver steps up, you know our, I think our one more right now is, is our defense. I mean, <laughs> it's great. I mean, I love it. They're just really, really owning owning the game right now, and, and um, this is something that we haven't seen from a Patriots defense in a long time. Yeah, it's it's crazy, right? You think Trey Flowers is going to leave, or he left, and then you, how are you going to replace him? Like you forget how good Jamie Collins can actually be, like. This this is this is this is probably and you're right you're right on the money I mean we focus so much on Brady but the defense is the thing man it's like this we haven't it's a good point by you I don't think we have seen a defense like this even the Super Bowl runs no we, we haven't I mean this is I mean it is it is great Washington it's like you see you know when we're not moving the football it's like well we get the ball back and Brady you know he's he's the man he can. He can uh, he can control a game. You know, he gets the big first down. He can eat up the clock. But then you know, we send up our defense out there, and it's, they're constantly getting the ball back in Tom Brady's hands. And then that's all you can ask for. You know, I'm, you don't really care about turnovers and, and sacks. But you know, they're they're rushing the quarterback and they're getting the ball back for Tom Brady. And that's uh, for me. That is that's uh, I think that's our one more right there. Mm-hmm. Is, is is that the last thing is like I talk about me- memories from last year. I mean, walking out in the Patriots uniform, and and once I I get like how how much of a fan you are. You you aren't a Fairweather fan. You've been a fan forever, but to have the opportunity to walk out in the Patriots game in a Patriots uniform, I mean that had to have been top five for you, right? Oh man, that was that was beautiful. What a beautiful moment <laughs> <laughs> to be able to go there and just you know see all the guys on the uh, on the sidelines, and and you know you have you know Mr. Kraft being right there and. And Belichick right there, and you know, you just watching them prepare for their game, and and uh, man, it was it was it was a dream being out there. It was it was really cool. It was really cool, and and I'm I'm so glad I got to be uh, be a part of that day. Well, see, you've had a lot of cool moments, 
and uh, and it, it, you know, no matter what happens, man, it's been a pleasure covering you over the last year or so, and and um, and I know good things are ahead for you. Thank you. Uh, well, one last thing, man, this is actually really cool. I get you know, sit, actually sit back and be a fan now. So this, this is actually this is actually really cool to sit back and you know, root root your team on and and uh, you know, just watching it from afar. Is, well, well if you really if, special. if you ever want to if you ever want to break it down the Patriots at any turn, we, you know you have a home here to do it. So uh, it's it, we we will you consider yourself part of our our special Patriots coverage. We 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 value your opinion that much. Well, thank you. Thank you, and I'll take you up on that next time I'm out that way. <laughs> All right. All right, Steve. Much appreciated. You're welcome, man. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me. New on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And. You captured a Confederate steamboat? We're taking a ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit Curiosity Stream. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means high visibility polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and not to mention they replace lost and broken shades. Shady Rays includes lost or broken protection on every new pair purchased. They'll send you a brand new pair if you lose or break them, no matter what happened. See ShadyRays.com for details. Shady Rays offers free 30-day returns and exchanges so you can find the best fit for you. Try them, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America with your order, adding to over 20 million meals donated to date. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com MLB to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's ShadyRays.com MLB for the best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs. And try for yourself the polarized sunglasses rated five stars by over 150,000 people.